Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. In 1981, a former Roman Catholic priest named Dan Shutt published a new hymn titled, Here I Am, Lord, based on today's Old Testament reading and another passage from the book of Isaiah. Here I Am, Lord, quickly became one of the most popular hymns in the church. It has been used at International World Youth Day, and a recent survey of our United Methodist brothers and sisters revealed that Here I Am, Lord, is the second most popular hymn in their tradition, second only to Amazing Grace. You may know this hymn. The first few lines sing, I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry, all who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I who made their darkness bright, who will bear my light to them, whom shall I send? Then the chorus swells with a powerful refrain, Here I am, Lord. It is I, Lord. I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you lead me. I will hold your people in my heart. Perhaps you have heard it, but be wary if you sing or listen to it. It tends to get stuck in the head. And if you think about it, that title phrase, Here I am, Lord, has powerful implications and ramifications. Most of the time, if we are honest, if I am honest, we are trying to avoid God. I just ate an entire sleeve of Thin Mints. I hope you didn't see that, Lord. I cussed a blue streak at the television. I hope you didn't hear that, Lord. I totally judged the person in front of me in the checkout line. Please forgive me, Lord. Sometimes, but sometimes, like in our Old Testament, on our journey with God, we step up to the plate. We say, we proclaim, we shout from the mountaintop, Here I am, Lord. I am ready, Lord. Here I am. I am energized, Lord. Here I am. I am inspired, Lord. Here I am. I am your servant, Lord. Here I am. These words, here I am, can be momentous and strong in a moment of surety and inspiration. Sometimes when one is feeling so spiritually empowered and perhaps is accompanied by the aforementioned hymn, the combination can lead to a little 
hand raising. I'm not criticizing the hand raiser. You get your hand raising groove on. I won't judge. However, when I, sometimes when I witness such charismatic gestures, I wonder if the razor in question is caught up much more in the eye and not enough in the Lord. But I digress. But, but the Lord does not only speak, and the Lord certainly does not only see those who are feeling empowered. Consider our friend Samuel in today's Old Testament. Samuel is around 11 years old. He is under the tutelage of Eli, the priest. These are dark times for Israel. They are under constant threat from the Assyrians, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days, and visions were not widespread. Eli himself is growing old, unable to see. And just when the oil lamp is about to go out, God speaks to Samuel. Samuel, Samuel, God says. And in response, Samuel goes to Eli, saying, Here I am, assuming that it was Eli who was calling him. And we cannot blame Samuel for his assumption. I don't know about you, but frequently when I am puttering about the house in the evening, God does not speak to me from the other room. Perhaps my supper speaks to me, but not God. I hate to burst, I hate to burst your bubble, but it's true. Samuel, being exponentially more righteous, eventually realizes that it is God who is calling him. And hearing God's call, Samuel goes to the place where the Ark of the Covenant is laid and replies, Speak, for your servant is listening. Samuel was a young boy serving an agent priest in, an, in a nation bereft of leadership and on the brink of occupation by a foreign empire. A moment that's not usually rife with mountaintop moments to encounter God. And yet Samuel says, Here I am. Speak, for your servant is listening. Here I am. For I believe that the most powerful here I am moments are not on the mountaintop, but on the valley. Those moments when we're not feeling empowered, where we're not feeling energized, when we're not feeling the confidence and the wind at our back, but we are laid bare, and all we can say is, here I am. How often does the mourner, when the funeral is over, and the casseroles have been eaten, and the company has left, say to God, here I am. I am weeping. I am bargaining. I miss my husband and my wife, or my father, or my mother, or my friend, or whoever, and yet, here I am. How often does the addict, exhausted from the lies and the deception and the schemes to get just one more, just one more, say to God, here I am. I am in pain. I am sick. I am estranged. And yet, here I am. How often does the excluded, stung time and time and time again by the words and actions and institutions that keep them out, say to God, here I am. I am angry. I am shunned. 
I have been treated like a dog by those who purport to follow your command to love one another. And yet, here I am. And how often does the depressed, the lonely, the ill, the awake or the asleep, the rule follower, the sinner, or me, or you, how often do we say to God, here I am. I am weary. I am cynical. I can't find my way through the darkness. I am lying in the valley of the shadow of death. And yet, and yet, here I am. When we say, here I am to God, it is not a statement of strength or readiness most of the time. Instead, here I am is a moment of extreme vulnerability, of acknowledging who we are, of authenticity, of showing to God, of laying bare before God all of our gifts and all of our warts and everything in between. Here I am says, Lord, you're stuck with me. What's next? If we read a little bit more in the book of Samuel, we would hear God say to the boy, See, I am about to do something in Israel that will make both ears of anyone who hears it tingle. I am reminded of Isaiah. See, I am about to do a new thing. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Or perhaps we are reminded of the words of the angels that we heard only a few weeks ago. See, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. And in response, the people say, here I am. The shepherds, upon hearing the angel's word, said, let us go. Samuel says, your servant is listening. In today's gospel this morning, Philip, he found Philip and said, follow me. And Mary, when learning that she would carry the Christ, she said, here am I. God has done and is doing and is ready to do amazing things in this world. And those things will be done with our help, despite our misdeeds, despite all our flaws, despite the ways that the darkness tries to chain us. Instead, all we must do is say, wherever we are, Lord, here I am. Amen.